Because, like, I bake bread. I bake a lot of bread. And what you do is you take yeast, and it's dormant, and you make it alive. You know? And you, you enslave it into your dough. You make it work for you. And you make it burp and fart, and it makes your bread rise. And then you heat up the oven, and you murder entire cultures. <laughs> bread is some Nazi shit, bro. Like, vegans... You're murdering entire cultures. But I do, I want to make milk to save the vegans, and so I want to use my body the way God intended and not to have a baby, because that's gross. Uh, but, but I do want to pump my breasts for milk, because vegans breastfeed their children, right? So we can pump my boobs and make cheese, because it's 100% con consent-based milk. 100% consent-based milk. Also, little known fact, human milk, 22 to 23%. That's going to make some great cheese. <laughs> and then after we've squeezed my titties, I smoke and eat so much weed that I could make TH cheese <laughs> to save the vegans, you know? And then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? <laughs> and finally reach weed singularity. <laughs> I love THC cheese, right? Yeah, because it comes out of here. Now, here's the other idea. So I smoke a lot of pot, and I think a lot about weed, and I think a lot about goats, too. Because what we need to do is we need, this is a million-dollar idea. Somebody take this. We get the weed trim, and we feed the goats. And then we milk the goats. And then we make goat milk TH cheese. Who's with me? Anybody go to Davis? Llamas. We can do it with llamas, too. It doesn't matter. Anything you can milk. The only thing you can't milk is a pig, because they won't let you. <laughs> they have nipples. They will not let you milk them. Pig milk. I don't know. No one's done that yet. <laughs> only because it's impossible. I don't know if anyone's ever had a pig. I haven't. I mean, I'm 33% pig. I eat a lot of pig. That's, what, are, what are you made of? What do you eat more than anything else, SJ? Or, uh, Fuck, what are you, what are, okay, honestly, you guys are all going to make fun of me. I drink a lot of soy Soylent green is people. It's people. You're 33% yeah. people. Yeah, I do. Good. Yeah. I'm like 33% sour cream as well. <laughs> so you're making... I have a subscription. It gets shipped to my house. Soylent green. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> Everybody's seen that Charlton Heston movie. You're all too young. I have abortions older than you. That's true. How hot is your dad? How hot is your dad? Yeah. No, because do you hate your mom? Sometimes. Right. I could be your new stepmom. I can be the perfect tea. To, I know, right? We can do ketamine together. We're gonna have fun. I can be your new stepmom. And then be a such a fun stepmom. I'm 47, and I finally feel hot for the first time in my life. Thank you. Thank you. It's because I'm going through menopause. Like I'm on fire. So hot flashes are exactly the same as, well, they're exactly the same, but totally opposite as goosebumps.
So anyone who has ever gotten goosebumps and just for no reason, you're like, oh, this feeling is coming over me. So imagine that, except every pore opens in your body and it pours sweat. <laughs> I know. This is going to happen. No one gave me the memo. <laughs> I'm telling you now. This happened. I sweat more at night. I used to run 10Ks. I used to run. I sweat more at night than I did when I was working out. I'm slick like a wet seal. I can wipe my body at night and flick my cats instead of using a spray gun. <laughs> I am wet in all the wrong places. It is, it is great though because the best thing about menopause is I can finally wear cute panties. Because nothing is coming out of here. Like, I never understood why in your 20s you're like, I'm going to spend $30 on a pair of underwear. Why? It's just going to get destroyed. <laughs> now, it's fine. <laughs> I can wear the sexiest underwear, just no one wants to see them. Maybe your dad. Maybe your dad. Is <laughs> so young and beautiful. I have abortions older than you. That's, that's 100%. I had my first abortion in 1995. 26 years ago, you know, and I only have one regret about that first abortion, and that's that I didn't have a kid, because right now I could be fucking all of his friends. <laughs> 26 year olds are hot and like I'm alive. That's why, that's why I watch Premier League soccer, right? Liverpool, you'll never walk alone. What? What's your team? Everton. Oh, really? I thought you were going to go Chelsea, Everton. <laughs> Did they just finally get back in the Premier League? Were they? They're actually the longest uh, consistently in the Premier League team. Really? Yeah. What about but Liverpool? I mean, okay, they traded off Shakiri. We're not going to talk about this later. But finally, that's why I watch Premier League soccer. Finally, I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make goals. <laughs> <laughs> They don't do that in the United States. I mean, it's like a European thing, I'm not sure. I do, I love 26-year-old men, though, because they're so dumb. They're so good-looking, and they're so dumb. And they're doing this new thing called intermittent fasting. Have you heard about this? The intermittent fasting? Have you heard about it? Like, boys are microdosing food. <laughs> like you're gonna mansplain anorexia to me? <laughs> doing this for 30 years. Oh, but I only eat when the sun is in the northwest corner of the sky. And you have an eating disorder, sir. <laughs> I should know. I used to be bulimic, uh, but that's a rich girl's disease. You know, I'm on food stamps now, so I can't afford to waste all those calories. But say what you want about bulimia, it does make Americans four times the consumer. So it's great for the economy, you know. But uh, I wanted to be known as an environmentalist, so I would vomit into the composting. <laughs> Regurgitate, renew, recycle. That highly acidic compost will be great on the wine vines in Napa. <laughs> 20 Pinot Noir. <laughs> compost. Do you like wine? J'aime vin? It's French for I love wine. You like wine? I like wine because, um, like, it, it's it, I, it gets me skinnier than beer. <laughs> anyway, I'm off the rails. I'll do actual jokes. I do like wine though a lot. I like this. This what? This this thing that Mr. Andrew made is from. I don't know where you got the recipe from, but it's either God or Satan. Either way, <laughs> beautiful, and I love it. It's a I put a little bit of. Um, this was weird. I took a little bit of his uh, tree 
and I, I, I kissed it with a little bit of rosemary on the outside, and that was delicious too. I was I was making it. I was trying to gild the lily. Don't do that. Um, okay, one more joke, and then I'll leave you. Uh, do you want a Jesus joke, or do you want a sex joke? Jesus. Oh, you like Jesus? Okay, good. Like, while I'm fingering my butthole to save the vegans, sometimes I also read the Bible to learn about feminism. Yeah, well, I can think and read at the same time. I know I'm a witch. Oh, God, she can read. But I, I read the Bible, and I, and I, I mine it for men, uh, feminist tropes. And there's two books, you know, um, Esther and Ruth. And I learned everything I know about feminism from reading these two books of the Bible, specifically Esther. Because she saved the entire Jewish people. Well, but then there's no book called Rachel. And there's, I know, and there's, the, there's, and, and the lady, and then the other one, Salome cuts the hair off of Samson. Uh, Delilah, excuse me, Samson. I mean, but they know there's no book called Delilah because they're like, she's a bitch. She has power. And we're not going to give her. So Esther, she saves the entire Jewish people. How did she do it? Clever, good at sports, an amazing orator. Nay. Uh, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. Her name was Hadassah. <laughs> they changed it to Esther because it was too Jewy. But then she saved all the Jewish people. Okay, cool. No, people don't like heathens. I'm the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what I realized. San Francisco! Uh, I'll leave you with uh, one little thing because I was a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra! 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 Okay, thank you all so much, everybody. Give it up for JW. Yay! That's great. Wow. Fun night ahead of us here. I got a backup amp. We got some uh, comedy. I'm not much of a comedian myself. I've got a couple of one-liners. Some people here have heard them enough times, but I'm going to say it again. You know the one time a truck driver is a rock star? When he's hauling out. <laughs> yeah, so up next, uh, we got a backup amp here. I'm very excited to welcome the next artist up to the stage. Singer-songwriter. Got a house down electro here. Carly Mari.
Trey Diggs coming up here very soon. That is Trey Diggs, D-I-G-S, not to be confused with anything else. <laughs> uh, so up next to the stage, I, gosh, we have so many awesome people here tonight. Um, and he started something called Dead Rabbits. And it's like this um, this mobile open mic thing. So I, I'm so excited to have him here. Please welcome to the stage. we got John here. Friendsgiving, everybody.
like, this is hilarious. I wonder how long they, they, they went before they realized it was fake money. <laughs> and so now I got this thing, now I got these little uh, stamps that have my information on it, like a mailing letter, like a return address. So for all this fake money, I just put my information on it and I just hand it out. It's pretty funny. All right, so we got it. Trey Diggs coming up to the stage right now. We got some more comedy coming up. Um, and really looking forward to the under trio as well. Yeah, and we are going to turn on this fire. Let me just raise this up three feet. I don't know how to actually bend over backwards. Turn on this. Turn on this moon. Oh, this is it. Oh, no. Should be on this side. Please. What eyebrows? Going for three feet. I got a couple I'm just going to I'm just going to giraffe it. Assume the rocks Tobacco and caffeine 
Epidrine and orange juice Life doesn't have a meaning Life doesn't have a meaning You might as well be dreaming Anything goes But I'll get by with a little bit of you Alcohol, tobacco and caffeine Epidrine and orange juice And a little bit of you Alcohol, tobacco and caffeine Epidrine and orange juice Utah days, which hopefully that comes back. I remember playing this Etta James cover. Someone came up to me and was like, is that an original? And I was like, that's how I felt like with that song. I was like, is that an original? It was so good. Nicely done. It was so, we have a comedian. We have some coming up to the stage here. It's kind of dark back there. I actually can't see anything because I'm blinded by the light. But um, we have Neil Nybark coming on, on deck. Um, double deck. We're going to have the gentleman that was here a little bit earlier that said he wanted to play a song. And then uh, we have Neil Nyberg. And up right now we have uh, our very own Rachel Pinson coming up to the stage. I was kind of disappointed. I didn't want to hear my own comedy. I wanted to hear that guy do another song. Like, oh man, I was into it. Gonna see Felish where? Apparently, uh, whatever the Felish's bar is closing. Oh, uh, Terrapin. Terrapin Station. Terrapin Station is is closing. So they're doing a show. Is that what's going on? Yeah. And you guys are here instead. All right, you want to hear some jokes? (laughs) Sorry, Phil, that you're. um, your thing didn't make money and you didn't let us help shake down the street when we wanted it but you did give us a free show every wednesday so fuck yeah all right <laughs> my name is rachel pinson i don't know if you recognize me but that was me taking a piss in the alley <laughs> just before the show <laughs> had to go i like to masturbate with a shower head that's what i tell you all right now but only 
when we're in a drought. Because I just want to know that I'm wasting all of your resources on my own pleasure. That's what really gets me off. Thinking about my coworkers. Oh, we've been there, right? We've all been there. Like things are getting hot and heavy with your coworker, and you're like, oh no, we work for the same company. We have to keep it professional. So next time I blow you, you're gonna have to pay me, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we have a business to run. <laughs> you guys remember the Great Toilet Paper Scare 2020? <laughs> Where were you during the Great Toilet Paper Scare 2020? In the outer sunset, did you have toilet paper? For some of it. For some of it? A bidet, maybe? I don't know. I'm glad that you made it through. I'm glad we're, like, we're all fucking lucky to be here, right? Like, we're all lucky. We're like the survivors. I, like, stocked up on toilet paper, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries. <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> Back order on Amazon, you know? Still trying to use those resources. Give me that lithium. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. I need it. <laughs> I need it's a good time to break up with the clingy boyfriend though, because you're like, dude, like, if you can't give me the hundred yards that the court said, you can at least give me the six feet that the CDC recommends, dude, come on. <laughs> me and my ex didn't last because I couldn't get down with his fetishes. Like, I don't want to king shame, but he had this thing where he like really wanted to fuck other people <laughs> and it just didn't work for me I'm like oh that doesn't feel good maybe we should find other other people do not find, I don't know <laughs> yeah it's been a, an interesting time for sure dude I think that we do a disservice I think we do a disservice to humankind when we tell little boys not to cry right because crying is natural they need to let it out they need to clear the senses but we're like no hold it in and join sports if you're uh, don't cry you win maybe join the army kill those people anything but cry don't cry you little pussy <laughs> and it's not fair so i want to do my part and i want to make as many men cry as I can. <laughs> kind of like, come up that, you know? Get in a relationship with them, cheat on them, they'll key my car and like start bawling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's good for you! <laughs> Let it out! <laughs> and why start in men, dude? I can start when they're little boys. I can see a kid on the playground be like, hey, you're the reason your mom never made it to med school. Oh. <laughs> and that goes over his head, I'll just kick him in the nuts. I'm like, yeah, cry, cry. It's good for you. This is for you. This is healthy. <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew, for this delicious beverage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for all of you listening at home, this the whole night is brought to you by this delicious beverage. This igloo right here. Coconut I grew up in the Midwest, you guys. Anyone else? No? You've heard of it? Oh man. I, I grew up in Ohio 
Uh, and if you're not, and if, if you're from California, let me show you what the map looks like. There's nothing west about Ohio. There's nothing. They call it the Midwest, but there's nothing. But nobody believes me when I tell them that I'm Middle Eastern. <laughs> so what am I supposed to say? And I, I had lesbian parents growing up. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay. <laughs> but growing up, people would come up to me and they're like, "Oh man, two moms. That's weird. Was it rough? Was it rough for you? Are you going to turn out gay?" I don't know that's how it works, Mrs. Brigsby. And I'm eight years old. Can I can I go sit down now? <laughs> but now that I live in California and it's a different concern. People are like, oh, two moms in the Midwest. Oh my god, that's weird. Was it rough? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was weird. We didn't even have an ocean. We just had a lake you could set on fire. <laughs> like that's fucking weird. <laughs> As far as turning gay, it's like, I mean, how many licks does it take before your college experiment turns gay? Does anyone know? No? All right. It doesn't matter, because I know I'm not gay, because every girl I've ever eaten out has been straight. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> Since I'm talking about home, I'm feeling all nostalgic. Have you guys heard about the war on drugs? Reagan. Have you guys heard any Reagan bits lately? Anyway, I lost a few good men to the war on drugs, you know, like George, Andrew, a couple Benjamins, like a whole Jackson 5 one night. That was, that was crazy, but my, my hometown uh, is a really small town in Ohio, and it was really stricken by the opiate crisis. You might have heard of it, <laughs> right? Uh, do you guys know the show Intervention? Intervention came to my hometown. They came to my hometown, and it was so small, I'm looking around, everyone's nodding out, and I'm like, dude, they're going to have to do the whole town. <laughs> this place is fun. <laughs> I'm like a teenager, I'm like, really, what? And they did, they did the whole town. They called it Hillbilly Heroin, and they didn't even do an intervention, like not one. <laughs> they just came in, and they were like, Oh, this place is fucked. <laughs> They're like, peace. And I'm like, dude, me too. I'm out. Like, you know, let's get out of here. But my family watched it together because, of course, we're going to know somebody. We're, we're bound to know somebody on the show, right? We watch the show. We show It shows, like, this dilapidated building in uh, my sister's backyard, and her dog was in it. And my little nieces are like, oh, my God. Rufus is famous! <laughs> yeah! And I'm like, oh my god, what a shitty thing to be famous for. <laughs> but what an even shitty way to find out Rufus is on drugs. <laughs> and A&E is not helping people. <laughs> like, let's get Rufus off the streets. <laughs> um, I think I'll leave it there. Thank you all for having me. I'm so excited for more music or I would just talk to you forever. One more time for Rachel here on the rooftop. Yeah. Calling this Pearl Heights now. I might call it the outer mission. Little neighborhood friendsgiving. Yeah. Friends and neighbors. Neighbors and friends. We have some more comedy coming up. We got Larry. Where's Larry? Is Larry here? Hi, Larry. He's going to play a little song for us. Unlikely. We got the yes. Ender Trio. We got Dr. Stryker coming up. We got a fun night ahead of us. I am literally like dripping right now because this is so hot. <laughs>
And uh, up right now we have Neil Nyberg. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Sure, he looks like he might be tuning the guitar. Neil Amora! Like John Lennon in the corner. Yeah. Howdy, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah! <laughs> I'm Neil Nyberg, if you don't know me. Sean Valentine is going to play with me. Um, so we could call it Nalamora. <laughs> Nalamora? I wrote a song about tequila in 2005. And this is the tequila song. Shot glass down and poured in something clear and said, Drink tequila and party every night. Drink tequila and fuck yourself upright. Drink tequila and let your mood ascend. And take a shot with me, my friend. So I sat down and took that drink. And then I felt all my problems shrink. Have you tasted this kind before? You have too many, then you'll be on the floor. Happy hour, Thursday nights. They get rowdy, there might be a fight. We're getting three sheets through the wind. I try to walk out, but everything spins around. Drink tequila and party every night. Whoa, drink tequila and fuck yourself upright. Whoa, drink tequila and let your mood ascend. And take a shot with me, my friend. And Patron Galore He poured another round for us And we said, oi 
and then together in the loudest voice we sang drink tequila and party every night whoa drink tequila and fuck yourself up right whoa drink tequila and let your mood ascend and take a shot with me my friend drink tequila and party every night whoa drink tequila and fuck yourself up right whoa drink tequila and let your mood ascend Take a shot with me, my friend Take a shot with me, my friend Come take a shot with me, my friend Now take a shot with me again Whoa, whoa, whoa song in 19, or not, uh, 2005. <laughs> 1925. <laughs> in 1925. <laughs> Alright, we got shots of McCroy going around if everyone wants one. <laughs> Call me Rose. <laughs> got some coconut punch in the background here. Anybody want a shot of LaCroix? <laughs> shot? Okay, shot of LaCroix right in the front here. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You need a chaser? <laughs> you want one back there? Okay. Okay, I'll take this one. Shot of LaCroix. Cheers to uh, uh, Friendsgiving. Hey. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that's carbonated. <laughs> Do we have any more comedians out there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we, we'll do one. Wait, here. I think I want Larry to come up here. What's the list? Wait, you, you're Larry, right? Yeah, that's right. We're gonna have Larry come up, play another song, and we're gonna have a comedian come on. All right, we got Larry coming up here. Woo! Yeah, so I just planned this thing like five minutes ago, but. I was going to sing a song, but you're all too good. Um, so I'm going to do some other thing. Um, yeah, okay. Sorry. Ad hocking some degree. I had another thing. So I, I have this notebook that I keep. I think I'm at 11,000 pages. Or 11,000, not pages, notes, which may or may not be more pages. Either way, um, it's part of my brain. and. Sometimes things come out as sort of poems. So I, I was just looking for this and found a thing that, I mean, it was like written as self-advice to me, I guess a year ago or something. And it sounds nice. So 
I'm gonna read it. I don't. I haven't read it before, so it, I apologize for whatever it is. Um, act like it's called self. Some self. Some important self wisdom. Be grand. Act like a big person, a grand person, a kind person, a generous person, a strong person, and a gentle person. One who carefully considers consequences, but does not fear them. Do not regret the road not taken, but keep your eyes on the road you're on, for your journey has just begun. Recognize emotions, but do not let them take over. Recognize thoughts, but do not let them take over. But you should probably let them take over. Feel things fully. When you face problems, take time to see them and then solve them. There's always something you can do. Take the path towards what you truly want to become and continue taking the branches that are bold and new. Do not be afraid to miss out on an easy and comfortable life. You only have one. Live it the way you want it to be. Always try. Do not be afraid to work hard all the time. The breaks and rewards in peace will come but they exist only after the hard work. Relaxation before work creates anxiety. Jumping into work despite anxiety creates relaxation. Stand for something. Do not give in to attempts to knock you down, but be open to being wrong, and to correcting and improving your view and position and understanding. There's always room for improvement, but there's no room for weakness. I don't know if I agree with this narrative. Okay. Uh, I, was gonna say. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> I don't know who wrote this. I wrote this. Some, some past version of me wrote this. I don't know which one. Um, <laughs> make decisions thoughtfully and be done with them. There's no room to linger and doubt. And there will always be more decisions to make in the future. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Okay. <laughs> Communicate how you feel and what you think. The first take time to be sure of what you feel and what you think. This will help solve problems and help you engage and get closer to others. This way you become real and genuine. This way you can bring out the real and genuine in others. The alternative is to let others' beliefs, expectations, and emotions control you and who you are. The alternative is to be boring and predictable and to never show anyone anything new. Be proportionally confident in what you believe and how to feel and and feel how feel to oh I see. And what you believe and feel to how much understanding and uncertainty you have. Let's keep going in a good way. No, we'll see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've literally not read this before. I don't even think I edited this when I wrote it. Um there are only
Come take a shot with me, my friend. Yeah. Now take a shot with me again. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, 2005. <laughs> 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 1925. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got shots of McCroy going around. Everyone wants one. Call me Rose. <laughs> got some coconut punch in the background here. Everybody want a shot of Lacroix? <laughs> shot? Okay, shot of shot Lacroix. Lacroix right in the front. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Need a chaser? <laughs> you want back there? Okay. Okay, I'll take this one anyway. Okay, Shot of Croy. Cheers to uh, uh, Friendsgiving. Hey. Cheers. 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 Ooh, that's carbonated. <laughs> do we have any more comedians out there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we, we'll do one. I think I want Larry to come up here. What's the list? Wait, you're Larry, right? Yeah, that's right. We're gonna have Larry come up playing another song, and we're gonna have a comedian come on. All right, we got Larry coming up here. Woo! Yeah, so I just planned this thing like five minutes ago, but I was going to sing a song, but you're all too good. Uh, so I'm gonna do some other thing. Um, yeah, okay. Sorry, ad hocking some degree. I had another thing. So I, I have this notebook that I keep. I think I'm at 11,000 pages or 11,000 not pages notes, which may or may not be more pages. Either way, um, it's part of my brain, and sometimes things come out as sort of poems, so I, I was just looking through this and found a thing that, I know it was like written as self-advice to me, I guess a year ago or something, and it sounds nice, so I'm going to read it, I, don't, I haven't read it before, so it, I apologize for whatever it is. Um, act like it's called self, some, self, some Important Self-Wisdom, E. Grant. Act like a big person, a grand person, a kind person, a generous person, a strong person, and a gentle person, one who carefully considers consequences, but does not fear them. Do not regret the road not taken, but keep your eyes on the road you're on, for your journey has just begun. Recognize emotions, but do not let them take over. Recognize thoughts, but do not let them take over. But you should probably t let them take over. Feel things fully. When you face problems, take time to see them and then solve them. There's always something you can do. Take the path towards what you truly want to become and continue taking the branches that are bold and new. Do not be afraid to miss out on an easy and comfortable life. You only have one. 
live it the way you want it to be. Always try. Do not be afraid to work hard all the time. The breaks and rewards in peace will come, but they exist only after the hard work. Relaxation before work creates anxiety. Jumping into work despite anxiety creates relaxation. Stand for something. Do not give in to attempts to knock you down, but be open to being wrong, and to correcting and improving your view and position and understanding. There's always room for improvement, but there's no room for weakness. I don't know if I agree with there's no room for weakness. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know who wrote this. I wrote this. Some, some past version of me wrote this. I don't know which one. Um, <laughs> make decisions thoughtfully and be done with them. There's no room to linger in doubt, and there will always be more decisions to make in the future. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Communicate how you feel and what you think. The first take time to be sure of what you feel and what you think. This will help solve problems and help you engage and get closer to others. This way you become real and genuine. This way you can bring out the real and genuine in others. The alternative is to let others' beliefs, expectations, and emotions control you and who you are. The alternative is to be boring and predictable and to never show anyone anything new. Be proportionally confident in what you believe and how to feel and and feel how feel to oh I see. And what you believe and feel to how much understanding and uncertainty you have. Let's keep going in a good way. No, we'll see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've literally not read this before. I don't even think I edited this when I wrote it. Um, there are only many good choices, many good paths. It matters not whether you select the best one, but how far, how hard you fight along the chosen way. If you choose, then go back and fear that it was wrong. You will have lost out on making it to any destination worth seeing at all. You can always take a different fork later. To go backwards or to linger in regret is simply to stagnate in a false world of the mind. There are only so many paths, and you can only take a few while you're here. Take them well and let others see the other ones. Exchange rich stories about when you meet travelers from different origins and strange worlds. The path you take shapes you and determines who you are. The best way to learn to understand the commonalities between the paths and the people. To do this, you must learn to understand and see everyone, no matter who they are and where they came from. There's only in this full picture that you can glimpse truth. Surround yourself with those who give you strength so that you have the strength to give back when it is needed. Find others who care about the right thing and who understand that they will ne never know what the right thing is. Find others who stand by their principles, those who are worthy of trust, and who give their trust to you when you show you are worthy of it. Those who will work as hard as you and beside you. Only with a group of such people can we become the greatest of stories and really give to humanity. So, I don't know. Uh, it sounds nice to me, but uh, it's really
like it's lovely to be here and talk to you, and I appreciate our friendship. So, yeah. Thank you for inviting me to friends with me. Just soak that in. Is that hitting you? Yeah, the Lacroix is going right to my head. Up next, we got a, yeah, we have Warhol coming up. Um, we got um, the Under Trio. And uh, up now, we have Dr. Stryker coming up to the stage. Woo! We're going to untie this um, quarter inch cable, which I don't know who tied this. Wow, that's really tight. I do, yeah. The electric's right inside. I might need a, I might need a scissors. It's a very naughty. Paint and it's naughty. Hey, Striker, do you want an extra naughty quarter inch cable? It's very naughty, yeah. This should work now because it's. Well, no, that one was like turning off, actually. Yeah. 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 I think there was a quarter inch cable. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Which one's the game? Do you need a light? Tube stack, volume. Oh, yeah.
Friendsgiving, thank you. Everyone is invited, anyone that can hear this, anyone is invited. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. We um, have the Undertrue coming up. And we have one more comedian coming up to the stage. Couldn't be more excited. But I, I do think that I am kind of on fire right now. I think that's part of it. All right, please welcome to the um, up to the stage. We've got Warhol coming up here. Um, just a quick poll. Did anything get a bigger laugh than knocking down that tree? <laughs> fucking this place up. <laughs> Look out, son. Um, I was. Uh, I, uh, thank you. Uh, all right, I'm done. I was trying to figure out if I'm too big to fail. It turns out I'm not. I'm not too big to. I'm the right size. <laughs> I'm actually perfect failure size. <laughs> failure is a size medium. I grew up middle class, but I worked my way down to poverty. <laughs> poverty is like quicksand. It's hard to build a foundation, you know, you get dragged down. The, the main difference between poverty and quicksand is you can't suck and fuck your way out of quicksand. <laughs> Lessons to take on your journey. I'm older than Jimi Hendrix, and I still can't play guitar. <laughs> Eric Clapton can shred on guitar and he can't latch a freaking window. Wow, that's dark. 
Oh. I agree. No, I. I'm pretty sure Eric Clapton's baby second. mama is still mad at him for that unplugged version of Layla. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are unforgivable. It's fucked up. You all look wonderful tonight. Hope I see you in heaven. <laughs> I'm clearly not going to heaven after that joke. Shit. Uh, rest in peace. I heard ODB used to take a limo into the hood to pick up his welfare check. Right? Yeah, and then he would get out and he would he would hand out $100 bills to the kids on the sidewalk, which sounds pretty cool, but they were mostly his kids, so it's like... It's not that cool, but... I want to re later. I want to remake Casablanca, starring Tracy Morgan, <laughs> Casa Negro. <laughs> Last night we said a great many things, Luke Lamont. <laughs> I can do the whole speech, but come on, we got shit to do and places to blow someone. I'm speaking for myself. No, I did. I got hit on by a guy the other day. I was like, I had an existential crisis. Like, I can't be fucking these dudes' mouths, man. I've got, I'm busy, man. I got shit to do. I won't get anything done. I have a promising career ahead. By the way, if any of you see my um, my coke dealer, so my phone's cut off. But other than that, things are going pretty well. I feel like he'd be so proud, but I can't text him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can, I can use number you gave him. Just tell him I'm okay. <laughs> he's gonna be worried about me. I was calling him every day before. <laughs> he's he's gotta be. He's a little concerned. He's gotta be. We could go to Trader Sam's. Never mind. <laughs> he's tall. All right. On to the jokes. Um, I really. I don't. I I threw away my whole act. Sorry, I don't have jokes. Um, I can't. I have a couple facts. Woody Allen is a cinephile. <laughs> this is a PSA. If he watches films, you'll see it's true. He's always been a cinephile. The evidence was there. Is that too deep? <laughs> um, so this isn't really funny, but uh, I just am impressed. Because, you know, they say don't mess with Texas. But women's whole health was like, fuck that shit, right? <laughs> yeah, Texas is going to war with women's entire health now. <laughs> it's serious. Yeah, they're not just frying the cognitively disabled <laughs> and <mur> preserving fetuses to the point where they can be arrested and fed into the prison industrial complex. Now we're going to war with women's whole entire health it's not funny but it's just i felt like it was so uh it's so on, a little on the nose right no all right uh i'll tell that joke in the alley and see if it gets any laughs in the alley when i tell it later okay i apologize um i want to make a snickers commercial like, Snicker, please. 
<laughs> Where are my Snickers at? I saw an old man walking past a funeral home. Dude, just go in. <laughs> just go. If a paramedic has to take a shit, is that an emergency? <laughs> I think it's a shame that Ray Charles never got to see the film they made about his life. You know? Like, I think he would have really enjoyed it had he lived. Long enough. I think he would have enjoyed watching that film about him that they made. It's a shame. Rest in peace. There's a theme. I have a theme. Guys, I'm a proud father. Oh, that kid was aborted. <laughs> I, I forgot for a second. <laughs> totally. That's my B. That's my bad, guys. That one's on me. I'm gonna. I eat that one. I eat that. I um. I grew up Catholic. I actually was an altar boy. Everything you've heard is true. We ring the bells. We light the candles. It's all true. <laughs> I once got kicked off stage, but I didn't get to say the punchline of that joke. They just didn't like the premise. <laughs> the premise was bad. Uh, you said I should do the thinking for a pop for a boss! <laughs> I don't think we have to reshoot the whole thing, right? We get a green screen, get Tracy for an afternoon, we could get this shit done. NBC Universal, holler at me. We could talk to Mike Galvin, forget it. It's not a bad picture. Okay. Alright, I wrote a couple of jokes. I wanted to I'll get the fuck out of here. Here we go. I'm gonna go to the, the thing. It's handwritten. Alright, so I went to this bar right by the thing. And I, the bar, yeah, it's no, it's right, it's like, you got, you've been there. She, she goes there all the time. No offense. Um, no, it's called Bloodhound. I went to Bloodhound and the bartender. The bartender was telling me that uh, he, he kept telling me to fuck my mom. Like, he kept bringing it up, you know? He, he looked all similar to you. Not as handsome. Like, similar to you, though. He kept telling me, he, I would be like, oh, yeah, I have a Greyhound. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I fucked your mom right after she got off the Greyhound. I'm like, all right, buddy, can, can you make my drink? Or, like, what's up? Like, did you did she come? Like, I hope you made her. She's, like, 61 years old. She's, she's an old, like, I hope you were gentle. With my mother, when you fucked her, can I have a drink, please? He's like, your mother needed a drink after I fucked her. I'm like, well, give her a drink. Do you know why you take a... Do you know, do you know why you take a hoe to the hospital? She needs medical... Take her to the... What the fuck is wrong? She needs to see a doctor, man. Take her to the... Are you a monster? So he kept telling me fuck my mom, but then he, he like branched off in the story. He's like, so when I'm not fucking your mom, when I'm taking a shit, I flush with my feet. He says, because that way, this is what he, this is a true story. He goes, because that way, I don't have to wash my. This is the bartender. I don't have to wash my hands. He said, 
It's like, dude, I hope you wash your hands and you fuck my mom. <laughs> Bro? COVID is real, dude. Um, I don't know if you know, this is true. There's a, there's a man who is in prison for the crime. He committed the crime of an atomic wedgie. 30 years in prison. He actually, he went to prison 10 years after that tequila song was written. In 2015. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's writing songs in prison about toilet wine. Um, it's a true story. It was an atomic wedgie killed a man. So wedgies kill. Beware. Just be aware. Wedgies can kill. There actually a woman uh, had to go to the ICU because of her denim camel toe wedgie. She got sepsis in her thighs. Wedgies can kill people. I'm, I told you I'm here for the PSA. You can laugh on your own dime. Look, Rittenhouse won. Murder's legal. The purge is real. Do what you want. Have fun. Kill a home bomb. Do something. Get wild on your way. New Year's Eve, my resolution, murder more often. It's legal, people. Come on. Kill a president, not the current one. Maybe. Black lady. Awesome. When? Did you hear we had a lady president for 86 sweet colonoscopy minutes? Sweet, sweet Biden's anus. We had a fucking lady president. Finally, I want to bet with my mom. Because I grew up in the 90s. In the 90s, I knew blowjobs were important because they were in the news all the time. The president's moonlighting. He's taking time off to get blown. I'm like, I got to investigate this. I need more information. This seems crucial. And my mother, I remember I was a kid. My mother goes, oh, yeah, Hillary Clinton will probably be the first female president. I was like, no, mom, the first lady president is going to be black. I didn't say about the anal. All right. <laughs> There's a Friendsgiving for you there. That's great. <laughs> and black president sounds good to me. <laughs> Female black president? 86 minutes? That sounds good to me. The crowd goes silent. <laughs> All right. Um, so we have one more act tonight. I feel like i got to like do some stuff. Spin around on stage or something. They're going to be getting set up here. we got the under trio coming up. We're going to close it out for a nice Friendsgiving. And, uh, wow. Thank you, neighbors. The St. Mary's Park community. Um, there's a lot of a, a lot of jokes there that I don't feel comfortable talking about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's always one of those mysteries. It's like, do my neighbors hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Or what we're doing? Or does it get lost up in the universe somewhere where no one can hear it? But it's my great honor to introduce the Under Trio to the stage and uh, try to come up with some more, more jokes. I feel like I could actually quote another comedian's jokes, but I don't know if that's like crossing the line. But, uh, that's right. There's a... Actually, I don't feel right, but it's right. I think they're, they're basically set up. Alright, please welcome to the stage the Under Trio. Yeah. Friendsgiving Encore. Right here.
Friendsgiving from Sunday. I was excited to be. Oh, we got some J Dubs at the end.
FM, thank you to the neighbors, thank you to our community, and um, thank you for tuning in to JW Megawig Show. We got you last week. Yay, JW Megawig Show. Yay. All right. Well, um, hey, folks, that was uh, that was it. That was pretty much what we were doing. Let's see if I can find something else uh, from Megawig's amazing tiki desk stuff that's incredible and that's on our mutiny radio instagram which you should check out if i could dear god if i could figure out how to make this thing work that would be amazing because i just don't understand instagram at all <laughs> i'm like how do i get back to the page there it is okay let's see what we got here for insta does uh here we go we'll play this one Thanks, J-Dubs, for doing TE desk concerts. St. Mary's Park neighborhood, thank you to all the neighbors for making this happen. We got the Kevin North Band. We got a comedy festival coming up this weekend, so make sure to uh, come out for some jokes. Got some chicken rub here too. Here chicken rub. I'll tell you guys about that more later, another time. We got the Kevin North Band here coming at you. San Francisco, rooftop, Vernal Heights.
Ayala. Woo! Wow. <laughs> How we do it for time? No, <laughs>
worried about it, isn't he? Yeah. Let me just think, hang on. Let's do right away. That's the same. Right?
your version. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full-length movies. Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs>
Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Since 1971, the San Francisco Tenants Union has been fighting for the rights of tenants and for the preservation of affordable housing in San Francisco. Starting from the struggle for rent control in the 1970s, the Tenants Union has been the city's leading advocate for tenants. The Tenants Union is supported by membership and counseling donations, and this enables advocacy to be uncompromising and not influenced by pressures from government or other funders. It is a 501c4 since it campaigns for political candidates, so generally donations are not tax-deductible. 